Institute's petrified director found him sitting the next morning, covered in dried blood. But that was not what most disturbed the elderly priest. What completely unhinged him was the absolute indifference, cold and very believable, with which Karoski asked for a towel and a wash basin. I've spilled something on myself, was all he said. Some Pertinent Facts About Vatican City Taken from the CIA World Factbook Surface area, 17 square miles, the smallest country in the world. Borders, 1.99 miles, with Italy. Lowest point, St. Peter's Square, 62.34 feet above sea level. Highest point, Vatican Gardens, 246.06 feet above sea level. Climate. Moderate rainy winters from September to mid-May. Hot dry summers from May to September. Land use. 100% urban area. Cultivated land, 0%. Natural resources, none. Population. 911 citizens with passport. 3,000 workers during the day. System of Government Ecclesiastic, Absolute Monarchy Rate of Birth, 0% No births at any time in the course of its history Economy Based on charitable donations and the sale of stamps, postcards, prints, and the management of its banks and finances Communications 2,200 phone lines, 7 radio stations, 1 television channel Annual Income $242 million. Annual expenses. $272 million. Legal system. Based on the Code of Canon Law. Although it has not been officially applied since 1868, the death penalty remains in effect. Special considerations. The Holy Father has tremendous influence over the lives of more than 1,086,000,000 believers around the world. Apostolic Palace Saturday, April 2nd, 2005 9.37 p.m. The bedridden man was no longer breathing. His personal secretary, Monsignor Stanislav Zvizic, who had spent the last 36 hours clinging to the dying man's right hand, burst into tears. The doctors on duty had had to use force to pull Zvizic away during the hour they spent trying to bring the old man back to life. Their efforts went above and beyond. As they undertook one and then another attempt to preserve the man's life, the doctors knew they had to do everything in their power, if only for the sake of their own consciences. The Supreme Pontiff's private apartment would have surprised more than one uninformed observer. The ruler, before whom the world's leaders respectfully bowed their heads, lived in conditions of utter simplicity. His private quarters were almost unspeakably austere, the walls bare except for a crucifix, the furniture no more than a chair, a table, and the hospital roll-away that in the last few months of his illness had replaced the bed. Stationed around it, the doctors did everything they could in the effort to revive him, while large drops of sweat fell onto the immaculate white sheets. Four Polish nuns changed the sheets three times a day. Dr. Silvio Renato, the Pope's personal physician, put an end to their pointless efforts. Waving his hand, he ordered the nurses to cover the time-worn face with a white veil. 
He asked everyone to leave, remaining alone with Zvizich. He wrote up the death certificate then and there. The cause of death was obvious. The man's heart had collapsed, as had his circulatory system, both of which were further aggravated by inflammation of the larynx. He wavered when it came time to fill in the elderly man's name, although finally, to avoid confusion, he chose the name the man had been given at birth. Once he had filled out and signed the document, the doctor handed it to Cardinal Samalo, the Pope's chamberlain, who just then entered the room. The cardinal, dressed in his red robes, had the distressing task of certifying the death officially. Thank you, doctor. With your permission, I will proceed. It's all yours, your eminence. No, doctor. From here on in, God is in charge. Samalo slowly drew close to the deceased man's bed. At seventy-eight.